Welcome to this episode of the John Henry Weston Show. We are very pleased to bring you one of the first interviews with the gentleman who led the effort to expel the Pachamama statues from the church in Rome, an act which has been proclaimed heroic by Cardinal Brandtmiller, Bishop Schneider, and others. I'm very pleased to bring you this interview. Stay tuned. So, Alexander, you just came out exposing yourself as the very person who orchestrated the expelling of the Pachamama idols from the church Santa Maria in Transpontina in Rome. Uh, it's great to speak with you. Yes, thank you very much for having the interview with me. I'm, I, I just released a video, that's, that's true, and I'm very happy to see that many people are interested in what, happening, what happens there. It is exploding all over the place here. We'll get to that in just a second. We begin all of my shows with the sign of the cross. So if you wouldn't mind, let's do that. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. So, Alexander, tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all. What's, what's your full name? My name is Alexander Chuguel. Um, I'm from Vienna in Austria. The last name is a little bit complicated because it origins in, in Tyrol. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, I'm 26 years old. I'm uh -huh. got uh, recently. I got married in the summer, and yes, I'm living in the center of Vienna. Beautiful. Well, you're you're a young man with your your future in front of you, um, and yet you've undertaken this this act, which which could have cost you quite a bit. Um, what what motivated you here? What what sort of caused you or to do this? And did you actually calculate what? could possibly happen yes kind of as a, what motivated me is quite easy to explain i was trying to inform myself uh, quite um, um like quite a ton of time about what happened in rome and about the amazonian synod and went there to attend a few conferences at the beginning of the synod and around this conferences i had the possibility to look at Santa Maria in Traspontina. I went to the church with my wife and looked at the side chapels and everything which was on display there. And for me, it was really bad because I saw in those statues and those pagan idols, I saw a really uh, a break of the first commandment. So mm -hmm. my main motivation was to really just bring pagan things out of a Catholic church. This was my mm -hmm. main motivation. Of course, it right. was very symbolic doing this during the uh, during the synod but actually my first and main motivation was all only to put out pagan statues out of a catholic sanctuary in a catholic church right. yes and I, I at the beginning i knew it's going to be news and many people are going to be interested in what happens but i it was not clear for me that it's going to be that big mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i also could have held some some uh potential punishment for you it might have people might say you might have destroyed your future what were your concerns what were your thoughts about that yeah it's actually i i had my thoughts about that i talked to a dear friend of mine a, a priest and of course lots of hours to my wife about it and we we both said and and i'm still behind that you know if we always think about what happens 
afterwards. And if we always think that way, we will never get anything done. <laughs> there is something bad happening in the Catholic Church. There's something bad happening within a Catholic Church. We just have to act. And so I thought, I am young, that's true, but I have tons of support of my own family and, and all my friends. So I thought, whatever can happen, it can never be that bad. The be worst mm -hmm. thing happening is if you don't manage to come to, to go to heaven. So, mm -hmm. so, so this is really not a matter for me too much. Beautiful. Well, tell us a little bit about your faith life. Um, you know, you, you're obviously a Catholic. You, you were offended by this, but what's your faith life like? Yes, I, I have to admit, I was not always a Catholic. I converted mm -hmm. 10 and a half years ago. I was a Lutheran Protestant, and uh, which is uh, very rare in Austria. Austria is normally a very Catholic country, but my great, mm -hmm. great grandfather converted. And, and now I converted back and I'm very glad to announce that also my sisters and my parents converted back. So we are now all Catholic. No, and, and then I managed to, with, together with my friends, I converted when I was 15 and, and I got many friends and, and they really awoke my interest in the Catholic religion. So I tried to read many things and to talk with priests and to visit speeches and conferences. And the more I got into the Catholic Church, the more beautiful it got. So for me, the faith is something fantastic because it really shows us the beauty God gave us, not only through his creation and the beauty we see every day in nature and, and other people's faces. It's also the beauty of his religion, which is completely clear and wonderful. And I really love to be a, to be a Catholic, actually. I, I can't, I have to admit, I can't not imagine anymore not being one. Hmm. It would be just unimaginable for me. Absolutely beautiful. What might have gone into your preparation? You, you talked about how you talked with your wife about uh, talking with the priest. In terms of your own spiritual preparation uh, for this for this act, what, what might have gone into that? Yes, uh, actually it took a lot of spiritual preparation. We prayed many rosaries every day actually and, and tried to visit a, a, a holy mass also every day and, and it was really very important for us. You know, the spiritual preparation ended in the second where we entered the church itself. Because mm. when we went to the to the church in the morning, it was still closed. So we decided to, to pray a rosary. And yeah. after the last uh, Ave Maria, after the last Hail Mary, we entered the church. So the spiritual preparation went on really directly to the entrance of the church. And of course... Also, whilst doing it, we were praying. So it's, the spiritual preparation was everything. Uh, I wow. could not have done it without it. It's not possible. Wow. wow. Were, you, were you scared nonetheless? I mean, this is an act that some people would say or have said uh, is a theft, is illegal. Uh, you know, the, the, there, there's authorities that could have been involved. Um, people perhaps would have confronted you. Um, what were your thoughts there? Yeah, like so we didn't want to have a fight over it, of course. Because mm -hmm. we thought it is the best thing if the people understand what happens uh, with these pagan idols in the Catholic Church. So we just mm -hmm. get them out of the church and throw them into the taiba to get it all done. But of course, yeah. we thought of that um, to make the, to to minimize the chance of things um, um, interrupting our plans. We went to the church in the second it opened in the morning. Mm -hmm. And yes, we thought about the, the charges. We thought about maybe being charged for, for theft or so on. But first of all, I 
I don't want to take the statues and use them by myself. So I, it's not like I, I get, I don't get anything by taking the statues. And mm-hmm. I didn't even wanted to, 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 to do a big, big show with them. I just wanted to get a pagan idol out of the church. If mm-hmm. there are any legal um, consequences, I'm going to face them with the same calm and uh, hopefully um, um, praying way I faced the problem of some statues within the church. So let's have a look what uh, really is going to happen. I'm not f- frightened. I'm not, uh, I'm not really afraid. So let's have a look. Now, media, of course, has exploded again today after having exploded uh, when the event took place and, and you released the first videos. Um, there, was a, there was a fellow, actually, a David uh, Fabir in, in Italy who claimed responsibility himself. Um, what have you got to say to that? And, uh, you know, when people ask, how, how, how do we know it was really you? What would you respond? Okay, first of all, I'm happy for everybody who claims that he uh, did it or he was with us because actually, of course, I was not alone. I was supported by all the prayers and all the good guys out there thinking the same as I do. So I was not alone. But if someone really says he did it, um, um, you know, what should I do? Then he can say this. I have a, I have enough proof. I uploaded now my, my confession video on the same channel on YouTube. So maybe that's mm. enough proof for the people. And if not, exactly. I already, I think I have some pictures left of me carrying the statues where you see my face. So it's if, if it is really necessary, I have stuff to show. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Now, uh, one of the things uh, that um, has been said is, is of course, about Pope Francis. Uh, Pope Francis, of course, when uh, he was heard overheard and then publicly released that he apologized in the name of the bishop of rome uh for what happened to the statues what what was your reaction when you heard that my first reaction was that it was very interesting to to hear the pope saying pachamamas that was mm-hmm. actually my first reaction so i thought oh maybe so so i was not wrong with with thinking <laughs> of them as pagan idols i think that yeah. if he says pachamamas too then it, this is also what the Pope thinks of it. Um, the second thing was, you know, if he thinks that the action was really against the people of the Amazonian Synod, then I would even be with him to excuse me for that, because that's of course not what we did it for. We did it mm-hmm. exactly the opposite. We did it for them because we want them to have the truth of Christ too. We don't want them to have a special not Christian religion which uh, mm-hmm. is, is uh, established even by our own church. No, we want them to get baptized and to feel and see the whole band bro, bro, of, of, the, of the whole Catholic spirituality and the world and everything, the whole teaching. So um, I think it is, it is, it is if, it, if he really thinks that we did it out of a, uh, another reason than the reason I gave you a few minutes ago, then I just have to tell our Holy Father, please, Holy Father, understand us. We as Catholics, we just don't want pagan things within a Catholic church. We want our church to be clear and pure about the faith. And we want the the church to follow Jesus Christ and what he said. That's it. Mm -hmm. Follow the tradition, follow, follow Christ. 
Exactly. Well, there's going to be a lot of people now who, now that they know you are a sort of more uh, traditional, faithful Catholic and, and so on, the kind that perhaps they think Pope Francis is against. Here you are, a young person. He's often railed against young people who are traditional in their faith. Um, a lot of them would come at this and say, oh, he just did it because he hates Pope Francis and, and, and things like this. What would you respond to that? You know, I would I would never hate Pope Francis, and I tell you something else. I try not to hate anybody on this earth. Hmm. I think that our main duty as Catholics is to pray every day for the Pope, actually, because it's so it's, it's so important. He has he has to follow Christ too. It is it is our duty to pray for the Pope and to support him and to respect his authority, of course. So that's not the point. I would never never hate the Pope. For me, the hmm. most important example here is 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 what. Bishop Schneider and, and Cardinal Berg and all those great heroes uh, of our days say about that. If we would hate the Pope, why would I pray for him? I, I pray mm -hmm. for him because I love him, actually. I, I, I really think that our Pope needs our prayer, needs our help. And, and this is very normal. And I want to give him our, uh, my help, not in an arrogant way, but in a humble way. So I, I'm going to pray and I'm going to do things and say things where he knows what we think and so for him it's easier you know as a synod the synod is there to be a counsel for the pope and i think if the synod says many things what the faithful catholics don't do not think and do not believe it's our duty to stand up as faithful catholics and tell the pope too so that he can get the, the full picture of the catholic spirituality and the catholic people it's very important Exactly. Speaking of those great heroes of our day, you mentioned uh, Cardinal Burke and Bishop Schneider. Um, I think your action actually encouraged them. Uh, I've referred to your action as the beginning of the resistance, if you will, even though there's been a lot done to this, this point. Um, your move was actually something that I think sparked a lot of uh, uh, valor in, in a lot of the laity, but a lot of the clergy as well. We saw some of the strongest, in fact, not some of, the strongest statements that have ever been made about the crisis in the church come out right after your action. Bishop Schneider had uh, one of the strongest statements I've ever seen from him. Cardinal Brandtmüller as well. And both of them called your actions heroic. So you might see them as heroes, but they see you as heroes as a hero as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm very flattered if I hear things like that, of course. But, you know, um, I think it's not about uh, um, if, if this is heroic or not. Uh, it's not about my person. It's about the thing what happened. You know, the most important thing is when I did it afterwards, I got all the reactions from millions of Catholics, millions of, of laymen, of priests, of high clergy, of also a, a, a few bishops, and even a few cardinals, you mentioned um, um, Brandmüller, but also Cardinal Müller uh, spoke out loud and, and other high clergymen. So it's fantastic to see that we are all a big faithful group of people who really want to follow Christ. And yes, of course, the act, um, you know, it, it was like one of those steam pots you use for cooking in the kitchen. If you open, if you open um, it, if you open it, there was is a steam cloud which explodes in your face and i think that's the same the people were really thinking about all those things every day every day they were all angry and so on and now they had the possibility to say out loud what they think and so the action gave us and that's something i i i saw too and i recognized too the action gave us the possibility to say what we think as faithful catholics 
as mm-hmm. faithful Catholics. I always want to stretch out that point. We would never do it because of our own issue. We do it because we think it is right in the eyes of God, because the first commandment tells us not to bow down to any graven image, uh, which is not uh, uh, about God and his and his um, um, his uh, empire, you know, his, his kingdom. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. what did they do in the Vatican Gardens? They bowed down to a graven image. Then mm-hmm. some people explained us that these images should depict our um, most holy mother, uh, um, the mother of God, and Elizabeth. And then they said, no, it's not Elizabeth, and it's not the mother of God. And then they said, no, they are only only some statues. And then at the end, they all agreed on that those are fertility, uh, God, uh, um, signs of fertility and of Mother Earth. And Mother mm-hmm. Earth is a pagan goddess because there is the mm-hmm. misconception that God is not the creator who stands over the creation, but as a creator is in the creation. And mm-hmm. I have to really disagree on that, because if God would be in the, in the creation the same way they think it is, then every sickness, every disease, everything bad happening on earth would be part of, of God. And that's, that's not right, because God created everything 100% perfect. Mm-hmm. So I, that, that's why I see you know that's not the point that's not the point mm-hmm. we have to stand up here and it is about yeah. all of us fighting it right. was all of us now you've actually been following the synod very closely um so Maria asked then what are your thoughts on the synod the way it progressed and uh, and the outcome yeah my thoughts on the synod of course um I'm, i was very disappointed when i fo- first heard of the synod i was really afraid because i thought Oh my God! What happened? What's what's happening next? You know, mm-hmm. and then I saw the synod will be about women being ordained. The uh, synod will be about an own Amazonian rite. It will be about married priests and so on. So I already saw. Okay, the points. We all know the issues that are being brought up by um, fellow Christians who are unfortunately not on our side, but rather leftist in the church. They will. They are coming again. Then I thought, you know, why they are, why are they talking about the priesthood? For example, John Paul II said everything to it what had to be said, and the church tradition already had the, you know, already fixed that for us, so we don't have to discuss it anymore. So I was very suspicious, and then when I got more into it, I saw that there is also a big political perspective of it. There's a big political perspective too. You see that, for example, our Holy Father said a, a, a few weeks before the synod. We have to obey the United Nations in everything they tell us. And I, I saw, okay, this is not only about um, about the faith. It is a political thing too. So it is about the whole green um, climate change ideology. Uh, even though I, you know, it's, I don't want to talk about this, this detail right now, but I saw it all comes together. It's kind of a mixture of everything happening on earth right now. It's social justice. It's a little bit... You know, some 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 people who who defend communism even went uh, the liberation theology came up again, and all the liberation theologians were uh, present on pictures uh, standing next to the table where even our holy father sat during the synod. So I saw that this is a big mixture of wrong ideas, and even though, even though I, I expected it to be even more of a bomb at the end. Uh, when I saw the document, they brought, they tried to bring through a few points. And I know the Synod is only there to give advice to the Pope. But, you know, for example, in Germany, they already said, we now have to to use the Amazon paper and try to establish it in in Germany, for example. Mm -hmm. And in Germany, 
there is no jungle. We don't have indigenous people running around. So you see that there is another purpose uh, of the synod and there is another issue behind it. And we like to point out that issue and show the people it is not only about all those grave sins they try to try to establish. It's also about a political action. So it goes hand in hand with the globalist agendas too. Mm -hmm. So you, uh, from this, have taken on something. You've announced this morning uh, a a uh, St. Boniface Institute that you've begun. Uh, what is that? Where can people learn about it and sign up to it? Yes, we uh, founded it directly after we, we did what we did. Um, the St. Boniface Institute uh, has the purpose to um, be the voice of Catholic laymen and, of course, also clergy, but, but mainly laymen, who want to speak up, who want to live, the, who want to have the church living a traditional way of our faith, uh, the way the Catholic Church was always built, so up on uh, the tradition and the scripture, not only the scripture. And uh, therefore, we have we founded this institute. We already have a homepage, but the homepage is very easy and not too elaborated right now. So you can, I, I, I will provide you the link, and then you can you can click on it. And we have a Patreon page for people if they said, say they want to, to help us financially, you know, because maybe they tried to charge us and so on. And, and it would be very nice mm -hmm. if we see that we have the support from all the world, of course. So this is what we did. And our idea is not to be quiet anymore. You know, when we first did the video, we said we don't want to come out with our faces because we, mm -hmm. want, we wanted the people to talk about what happens in the video and what we do and not about who did it. And now, after the Synod, we think it is very important that the people know who did it, because as a Catholic, I think we should always fight with our faces um, seen, because the people should know who we are, and the people should know that we fight there with our whole personality, not only uh, in anonymity. So that's mm -hmm. very important. And the St. Boniface Institute uh, tries to take care of that. We just settle up everything um, and I think in one or two weeks everything will be ready and then we, we will have more content on the homepage. But till now, it's a, it's a small content. Excellent. Well, last question, Alexander. I just you're a young person who has really moved from from sort of thought to to action. A lot of people are thinking about doing something right now. Uh, the, the faith is in grave crisis. But you moved in a, in a you know from this thought of something to do something to action in in a very hard thing to do how would you encourage other young people to move from sort of thought to action in this uh, in this way of something that is uh, spiritually good and a good thing to do but they might be reticent to do because of the hardship or 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 something that it would cause yes nowadays we have tons of possibilities to do that you know, mm -hmm. it is not only fighting for God if you uh, throw out Pachamamas of a Catholic Church and throw them into the mm -hmm. tie, but there are other possibilities too. The first thing is um, visit your local traditional church. The best you can get is the, the most traditional you can get. It's the best what you can get. Visit them, pray tons of rosaries and really try to get into uh, a good prayer and good uh, people telling you about the philosophy and the history of the church. Try to really know what you are talking about. Then go out there and talk with other people. Go to go to maybe your home parish, your family, your friends. Join the local um, pro-life team. Join the local pro-family team. 
um, you know, help your help your priests and all the other guys. And now mainly speak up. If anything happens which is not Catholic, go there and speak personally. Personally, make a statement online. Uh, go there, write letters. The mo the most important thing is don't sit at home and think about what you could do. Think about it clearly, then go to the priest and, and ask him about if this is really in the range of, 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 of Catholic action. And if he says yes, then just do it. Go there and take your own action, you know. We are uh, Catholics. As Catholics, we are part of the Ecclesia Militans. And Ecclesia Militans means fighting because on earth we fight. It's a fight between the kingdom of God and the, uh, uh, and the principaps, uh, uh, you know, um, how do you say this in English? The, the, and the principality the, of, of yeah, evil of, of or the Satan. devil, you know, the the, the, yeah. the reign of the devil. So you have yeah. to be on one side, and I I'd rather be on Saint Michael's side than on uh, Lucifer's side. I have to admit. So now go out there, join Saint Michael's side, and try to really, really act. Amen, amen, Alexander. It's been an honor for me to have you on the John Henry Reston Show. God bless you and thank you. Thank you very much, John Henry. God bless you and all your work that you do for me. You know, all my friends, we all read Life's at News. We all love it. <laughs> so it's fantastic. Awesome.